This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everybody, it's your girl Claudia Jordan. We are back with another episode of TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the world. I won't say entertainment industry, in the world. I'm here with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. We're here to spill the tea and break down all the biggest headlines in the news and social media. So sit back, relax, and grab yourself a little drink because we about to get it in. All right, please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host and, might I add, fitness guru, <laughs> starting on them hoes in his gym fashion, Funky Dineva. Oh, God. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> and brand strategist sexy male model and looking for love, Mr. Al Reynolds. Gosh, here we go. All right. What's up, Claudia? How you doing, Al? Good. Hey, I'm good. I'm happy to have electricity. I'm lucky, I'm lucky okay. to have power. I'm lucky to have water. So were you able to bake when you didn't have any electricity and water? What did y'all do? Well, no, I skipped the day. And um, it was cold. There was no running water. And I just had to like just tough it out and go to bed with the whole outfit on, some sweatpants. And I hate wearing clothes to bed. Like I don't even like wearing a top to bed. I just like wearing like drawers and that's it. I don't like being restricted. I can't even wear socks to bed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just bundled up and. I saw a very funny meme on Instagram. It said that y'all were on a boil water alert. And the meme said, <laughs> what water? Boil water with what electricity? <laughs> like. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. You, so you know, it, I, saw, I saw on Instagram that you went to Spinderella's apartment. How'd that happen? So I was posting stuff on my um, stories, you know, just like kind of showing the state of affairs here, like, you know, what's going on. And um, Spinderella, who I don't even hardly hang with, I really don't. I know her. Like, we're cool. She's been on my radio show I had out here. She hits me like first thing in the morning and she's like, are you good? She's like, come over here. And wow. I don't, I'm just not used to people doing stuff for me. Like when they do, I'm always like, uh, I, I don't, it's a, I don't want to be a burden. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, it's good. And she let us come. Look, I cannot tell you how much that small gesture, it just recharged my batteries. Cause I was getting depressed. I was getting like frustrated. And I know my problems are nothing in comparison to the people who are still on day four and five without power. But when you're in the middle of 30, 40 hours, with no electricity, no heat, you can't get warm and no running water and you can't find warm food. I didn't have a warm meal since Sunday to Tuesday. It just meant the world. And I just want to say to her, like, thank you once again. It, 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 you may think it was nothing. She was like, oh, it's all good. I'm like, no, it did a lot more for me. Like just, just, just my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it was wow, very frustrating. Up Spinderella. Hey, great. That's amazing. People still, <laughs> people still have hearts. That's good to know. Yeah, you know what? I mean, one of my friends asked me to take a COVID test before coming over, and I was like, yeah, and, you know. It's like, girl, now is not the time for this, okay? Like, Well, we had just hung up together the week before, and there was no request for a COVID test, and it kind of threw me for a loop because that's my girl. We were just, like, in the car together hanging out, and she's like, girl, you be traveling. You, you, you got COVID? I'm like, 
I don't think I do, but I wouldn't stop someone from getting warm at my place if I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, it was, was really eye opening this experience. It, it was, was a hollow, obligatory gesture. She ain't really want you around there. That's true. <laughs> you, you know what? It's just less money for me to spend a Christmas and birthdays right now. It was a, it was a learning experience, and it you, the people that you don't even like spend a lot of time with, right. you'd be surprised at who really right. will just kind of like extend that 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 helping hand. So, anyways, enough about me. Let's get into some hot topics. Breaking news: We've all seen this coming, but Kim Kardashian has officially filed for a divorce from Kanye West. Sources are saying that Kim is requesting joint custody of their children. And Kanye seems to agree with a uh, possible arrangement of co-parenting. Guys, do, do you think this divorce will get messy or will it be peaceful because of the kids? I think it's going to be pretty peaceful. I think um, I think that uh, I was reading that the prenup, no, nobody's contesting the prenup. You know, everything is spelled out the way it's supposed to be spelled out. I mean, listen, at this point, I may be wrong, but doesn't she have more money than him? I'm not, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, neither one of them needs anything. Like, I, 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 I so don't see Kim Kardashian saying, I need $60,000 a month in child support. Like, they're good. Yeah. They're good. You know, when I see stories like this, I, I get concerned because we knew this was coming, right? So my question here is, why did she announce? Why wasn't it announced that Kanye is divorcing Kim Kardashian? So when I hear these types of things, it could get messy because maybe they should have announced it together, but she trumped him in the announcement and putting it out there that she divorced him. That's not a good look for him. We're going to see if it's going to get messy or not, because he might not like the fact that they may have jointly decided to divorce, but he may not have decided that she is the one to decide it in the media who divorces who. So let's keep our eyes and ears open. I don't think she announced it, though. I think she just filed. You know, TMZ be everywhere. Because when you file, you put well, announcement. I've been through a divorce, and that's not how it happens. That's not true, so, now. That's not really how it happens. So if it's amicable, you both come to the table and decide to divorce together. So similar to a, my situation, even though I had initiated it, um, it wasn't me that announced it. So it looks like she divorced me when in fact that wasn't the case, right? So I'm just saying in this particular instance, it could be the case for them too. But I, I think there's a difference between announcing it and filing it. Like I was married too for like a few months and I filed, I didn't make any, and I never made an announcement because I didn't think anyone would even give a damn. Soon as I filed, there's people at TMZ, there's people at courthouses, they have agreements with, with folks that anyone that they recognize their name, they, they should put that out there. So I, 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 before we judge, I, well, I personally don't think, she, I, don't, I didn't hear that she announced it. I just heard that she filed. Right. So like I'm saying, when it comes to this type of situation and it's an amicable thing, it's not like one is filing against another. You file anonymous versus anonymous is all I'm saying to you. I'm just giving you the logistics of a high profile divorce. You file anonymous versus anonymous so that people at TMZ and other outlets don't pick up your story from the docket at the courthouse. So to hear that she filed for him lets you know that this is a media play. I mean, it's the Kardashians. Of course it's a media play. Absolutely. Chris Jenner planned it out a year ago and she's got a whole spreadsheet and a rubric <laughs> and everything else on, on phase one of the divorce, phase two, phase three. Right. Here's your new That's house. Right. 
because she got a new house and new zip code picked out. <laughs> That's right, because you got to make sure that, that new man. Chris Jenner probably got that girl a new man picked out already. Already. Wedding dress. That's right. Because she's got to protect that brand. She's got a billion dollar brand that she's got to protect. So she can't make it seem like at any point that the brand was faulty in any way. I'm just saying this is just another perspective mm -hmm. to listen and see with a different eye. That's all I'm suggesting. So, you know, with all the other divorces and breakups with that family, the man usually fares really badly. It usually goes bad. I mean, NBA careers have failed. Records don't get made anymore. Um, what what else happened to the exes? Just all kinds of bad things. It just goes bad. They they just they it seems like they never recover after the breakups. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll see what they have. You know what's in store for 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 Kanye if we start hearing some messy shit coming out. Yeah, right. I kind of want to know the tea though, in a way, in a, in a little way. <laughs> okay, y'all. No. Problematic rapper Boozy is catching backlash after criticizing Lori Harvey's relationship with Michael B. Jordan and other men. He said this uh, in a recent interview. He said, girls keep saying it's goals, but it's not goals. We got to start giving the bachelors, the men who are running through a beautiful woman like this, the credits. While uh, Black Twitter is dragging Boozy for saying, being, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, Black Twitter is dragging Boozy for being sexist with comments like, uh, Boozy is 38 with eight children, six baby mamas and diabetes. 24-year-old Lori Harvey should be the last of his worries. Um, Boozy responded on Instagram. He said he's not ha hating on Lori, but says people salute women who get passed around. Uh, is Boozy being uh, um, misogynistic? And is there a double standard with women in their dating history? Of course there is. But what do y'all think about this story and him speaking on her when he does have, uh, is it six kids, eight, eight kids, six baby moms? Yeah. Boozy needs to stop speaking and i don't want to hear nothing about black people on the platform tearing other black people down boosie is the most ignorant son of a bitch i've ever come across who keeps asking this man questions who gives a damn what little boosie thinks about anything boosie couldn't make a toilet paper recommendation as far as i'm concerned why are people still and, and every it it, it 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 just perplexes me the level of 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 just ratchet ghetto ignorance. Like he pulls from a place of ignorance that I just did not even know existed. And it's almost as if he goes out of his way to find the most ignorant, nonsensical ghetto logic that he can find to speak. We need to put a, a gag order and close the casket on Boosie. I'm sick of him. You know I don't agree in this particular case, believe it or not. You know there is a part of me that loves a good old ratchet story. And I actually am a fan of his. You know, I actually Googles, I actually have his seven, you know, he has 17 quotes. He has very, he has very famous quotes. There are 17 very famous quotes of Bootsy that he has. And one that I really love is quote, let me tell you something. I ain't scared of nothing. I came out of a mama. That right there is probably one of the best quotes I have ever heard in my life. So with Bootsy, I mean, I understand that sometimes he doesn't have subject verb agreement, but his thought process on stuff 
to me, hits it right on the head. Wait, I'm not scared. I came out of a mama. <laughs> he, said, he said, let me tell you something. I ain't scared of nothing. I came out my mama. That's that ain't deep. deep. That's dumb. Oh, man. Like, I feel stupid even listening to that. Like, <laughs> I love that type of stuff. You know, I like sometimes I like a good ratchet. What does it mean in my life? He's one of those to me. What, you know, Al, you, I knew, man, the, the, the people you defend sometimes, like sometimes you be like on the, um, the righteous path. And then sometimes you <laughs> take the most ghetto, whack, uh, uh, the side of the most trifling shit. Yes, Lori Harvey was seen with a lot of dudes in a very short amount of time, but she's 24 and that's what you do, I guess. Would I do it? No, but you know, that's her. Is she, I, I don't really know her business like that. But like, my thing is this, when people judge when what they've got going on is the same or more, that's when I side eye you. If you're someone that's in, if you Michelle Obama or Barack Obama, who you've been the same person for a long time, you can, I, I'm gonna listen to your judgment on relationships. But when you get eight kids, six different women, and the guy the diabetes, and all kind of nonsense going Red on. Eyes. Well, listen, 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 raccoon he's a raccoon eyes. Wait, 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 Al, what'd you say? I said raccoon eyes, <laughs> an annoying ass voice. Listen, oh. you're not going to talk about, in my mind, my friend Bootsy, okay? I'm just saying, in this particular case, sometimes he speaks logic to illogical instances. To me, it makes sense. Do you think he has a leg to stand on when it comes to talking about Lori Harvey's dating experience, a 24-year-old girl, he's 38 and got his, he, he's made babies with a whole bunch of different women. Do you think he has, I, I just think there's, a, there's the audacity, the unmitigated gall. Like, that's like me checking someone for, for, for having foul language. And then you'd be like, bitch, look how you talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just look at it like that. We also got to stop. He can still have a perspective. We I mean, still, we got to but do we need to hear it? We know that we know that perspectives can be double standards for women, and in an entertainment industry, he just make he's just saying his perspective. What's wrong with that? But we also gotta make, stop making the assumption that just because somebody is seen with somebody that they're sleeping with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they could have just been going to Houston's and get something to eat, and getting to know each other, and they may have never even gotten that far. You cut it out, okay? Now, now you're going in the opposite. That's true. Wrong that is true. That's wrong. That's wrong. Okay, so you're going to tell me Future didn't have sex with her? No, 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 no I'm not. You're going to tell me that P Diddy didn't have sex with her? You're going to tell me that P Diddy's son didn't have sex with her? You're trying to tell me that Michael B. Jordan's not having sex with her? Come on, y'all. Let's keep it real. If we're going to talk real, let's talk real. Let's just be real in the situation. Come on. Of they course what she's seeing for real, but Al me, and you have had this, Al, me and you have had this conversation about people that I've been tied to that you know damn well I never even fucked with. Like, I'll, I'll stand by who I've been with, but it don't take much. I remember walking out of a fashion show one time, a Terry fashion show. I was like 15 steps ahead of of, of uh, Tamara's, uh, the actor, Chris Harwick, I mean, Corey Harwick. I was 15 steps ahead of him. The paparazzi tried to make it seem like we were spotted leaving together and people that are dumb and have nothing else going on would be like, oh, she with everybody. I was leaving texting Claudia, my man. Claudia, we're, talk, we're talking about people that we have verified that she has dated in a timeline of the, the, last, the last 24 months. Okay, these are verified dates. All I'm asking How you they, they verified? is, if P. Diddy dated her, do you think they had sex tonight? I'm, that's all I'm asking. 
I you think, think her, her, you think her and Future had sex? Of course. Do you think her and Michael B. Jordan have sex? That's her man. Do you think uh, P. Diddy's son, Quincy, right? Do you think I they don't. had sex? It wasn't Quincy. It was the other oh. one. And no, I, and no, I don't think that they had sex. What? I don't. Okay, next topic. I'm just saying. I, I think what I'm saying is sometimes Al, you of all people, we, people can speak to a situation and it makes sense regardless of what their circumstance is they can still make a statement that makes sense that's it and nothing he's saying is making sense al and you said <laughs> this bullshit stop stop al in a way i get the one part you're saying about making our perspective yes i one thing he did say we shouldn't glorify people that appear to be for everybody and the ones that 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 ride for their man that they should get the credit. You're right. That's, right. That's a valid point. That's what I'm going agree in, with. It's it's a bad look when a 38 year old keep man keeps going in on a 24 year old. Like let like you're making multiple videos on Instagram about the shit at this point. How about we make multiple videos about the eight kids and the six baby moms? I mean, it it sounds like he mad that he can't get with a girl like Lori Harvey, quiet as a skeleton. Well, I didn't. Who knew? I, Al, I didn't know you were such a little boozy fan. I didn't know. I didn't know that was your friend. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we have more TGIF when we return. Al, you ratchet, low key. Like you really are. Like you got. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Yo, one day we gotta broadcast the commercials seriously, because during the commercials, it's really we kind of <laughs> we have a little. We might have to do a little after show. Yeah, uh, Al said, uh, "Q, did you say uh, something different a few weeks ago?" And I did forget that. Exactly. You remember did, that, right? I did too. I was double speaking. Uh huh. And you know what, Al? Do you, do you stand by Boozy, little Boozy, um, paying a, a woman to have sex and give oral to his underage son? Are you okay with that? Okay, so I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm gonna be 100% honest and transparent. Um, okay. I remember I'm from the south, uh -huh. so you know your older brother and sister you know, took care of you when you were younger and trying to hook you up. So sometimes it was that they would negotiate. Like I used to go to the clubs with my brothers. My oldest brothers used to take me to the club when I was 15. And if there was somebody that I was checking for, they definitely would help, you know, mitigate the introduction for me to kind of score with her. Did somebody pay a, a hooker to suck your underage penis? And that was your father? I uh -huh. would no. <laughs> okay, thank you. You know, Al, you giving me Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. You defend you, you, you the black. No, man. no, no. You kind of you're trying to set me up. All I'm saying is I understand where he comes from. I mean, he he wants the experience for his son. He has the ability to pay for it, so there's not a whole lot of drama and you know, whole lot of no in what he's trying to get accomplished. So he's like, look, why don't I just go hire someone and and get it done for him and move on? Like, wow, that's a sex crime. It's that's, a, that's not sex trafficking. It's statutory it's rape. Lying. It's rape. It's statutory rape. Okay, well, there's a whole lot of people in the South that need to go to jail. Okay, Kellyanne, let's move on. Serena Williams, who was 39 years old, recently lost the Australian Open tennis match of 23-year-old Naomi Osaka during the uh, press conference after the game. Serena became emotional. Let's take a look. That it was just one of those bad days at the office. Oh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Gotta be tough, but keep in mind, Serena uh, has 23 Grand Slam wins. That's one for every year Naomi has been alive. 
Uh, what a lose. Serena is absolutely a champion. Why do you think she took this loss so hard? This broke my heart. Um, you know, and, and it, it's so funny because I was actually getting ready to give this whole uh, sympathetic spiel. And after you said 23, Serena, girl, go sit your ass down and let somebody win. <laughs> okay, girl, you got damn 23 of them. <laughs> what the hell? Is the 24th or the 25th one going to take you over the hill or make you feel any better than the first 15? Sit your ass down and let that little girl have some of them damn trophies. Matter of fact, reach back and give us some of yours, goddamn. <laughs> Um, I know that this has got to be an esteem killer for Serena Williams. Uh, you know, for one, she's a young girl coming into the game and Serena is a seasoned vet. I know that this has to be hurting her from an esteem place. And then also too, in that press conference, she probably, probably was playing through her head. I'm beginning to approach the end of the road. Right. With with my career i mean it's coming what goes up must come down and girl you got 23 of them already you can't have all of them excellent well, points q i let think me, that let me share a different perspective than q on this sorry guys i'm on the opposite side of you guys you so shocking remember, shocking you gotta, listen you got to remember that serena is a professional athlete and one of the best in the business if not in the world okay so for Serena, remember, Margaret Court has 24 major slams. Uh, Serena only has 23 major slams. So if she wants to be the best in tennis, she needs to either tie or break Margaret Court. So I think it's a lot of emotions there as it relates to her legacy and being able to beat Margaret Court. And like Q said, this may also be a wake-up call for her that, hey, you know, I am getting a little bit more seasoned in this, a little bit more mature, and I might not, I might not go down as the best female tennis player in history. That's my perspective on this. Very good points, both of you. Um, first of all, I've never heard of Margaret Court a day in my life. So Serena is far <laughs> surpassing her in popularity, success, money, branding. She has one. I hope she don't let that one. I get it. Like you want that to, to get everything. I never heard of that lady. Never heard of her. Uh, now I'm good. I'm Team Serena, and 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 I get it. As a woman, especially, we are definitely judged more harshly by age, where uh, where men are not. You know, and 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 that is the beginning of the end. Like you said, Q, it it, it does probably signal the beginning of the end. And anytime you see, you know, the next one coming up, it's like, damn, that's where I was. I remember giving away my my Miss Rhode Island crown. It was not a big deal to y'all, but it was a big deal. It felt like, damn, I'm I, I'm not that anymore. She is, and I got to watch it now. And what if she does it better than me? What if she becomes bit? You know what I mean? Like, I, I get that. So we got to learn to celebrate those type of transitions instead of judge them based on our ego. So the only other side of this that made me feel uncomfortable was the fact that she stole that young lady's thunder the way she did at the U.S. Open. This is a time for this young woman of color, this other young woman of color, to be celebrated and uplifted and get her shine. And it's always dwarfed if you will, by Serena's emotional response to losing. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. It's got to be one hell of a feeling to be Naomi. Like you, this young girl, right. you in the Williams you're ass. Your thing. Once, what, twice. Like, right. I know she's on the phone with her girls. Like, I'm that girl. <laughs> Baby, I'm that. Because she, she is. And I think, too, that's probably a lot of what Serena is experiencing. I know I would be. That young girl coming in so fresh, so young, kicking my butt twice that right. would have my you know 
am I at the top? Am I good? Am I getting right. old? Is it time for me to leave? Like it would have right. me overwhelmed with thoughts and emotions too. But, but, but you know what? But you know what, you guys? There was a time. Listen, Serena did the same thing with Venus because Vena was that chick before Serena came in. Everybody forget about Venus Williams. Venus Williams was that chick. She was the she not the first, but she killed it. And here comes her baby sister, just yeah. like just 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 dominating. So it, right. listen, it happens to the best of us. So yeah. moving on, Meek Mills. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Al's perspective on this is going to be. <laughs> Meek Mills, he loved them rappers. Meek Mills is in hot water after uh, his song lyrics on his new track. He raps. And even if I lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. Using chopper is a double entendre because chopper meaning helicopter and chopper meaning gun. So, of course, the internet went wild with that. They were like, yo, it's too soon. And they was like, this shit is whack. What are you doing, Meek? Um, do you think it was insensitive to use that to you know, refer to Kobe's, uh, his death? Or are people taking it too seriously? What do you think? Yeah. Damn. I'm having a little bit of technical difficulty, guys. Um, so go ahead, Q. <laughs> uh, it, it most definitely was too soon. It most definitely was too soon. It was insensitive as hell. That man's wife and ch- I mean, Mick Mills, he's another damn boosie for me. Just always damn saying something. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? And of all the things, I, you know, we got to this society, we have gotten to this whole place of to each his own, to each his own. We got to get back to a place of order and decency. And that was just so indecent. It was improper. Just, uh, I don't Trying know. to like root for Meek Mill because I feel like he's like a, the little ugly duckling underdog. And like that he was picked on probably as a kid and clown and then he finally got in the game. He actually was dope. Like he was. And I feel like some of these moves he's making kind of throw him, put him back a little bit. I do want to root for him. Like, I really, really do. But, but I think this was a bit of foot in mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I get rappers want to say stuff that get people talking. And, and it probably gets tough to try to find interesting and creative things to say and, and relevant things to say and catchy things and controversial things to say. But I think Kobe, we took it also to heart because that was someone that was so big in our community. And to see... Look, it, it's barely been a year and you're, you're, you're kind of making a, a helicopter reference. I, I thought it was tasteless and I really want you to win me, but you keep putting your foot in your mouth. Go ahead, Al. And I think as a mature adult, he should have had the foresight to see that this was just not going to end well. There were so many other things he could have rapped about or 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 lines he could have used. It just, it, it didn't make Q, I think um, I think Meek has. Um, I seen him one time out in a restaurant with with Nicki Minaj. Um, this was back in the day. It was like right after I did Housewives. It was this place called Coolies, I think it was. It was a Jamaican. No, I'm sorry, I may have the restaurant name wrong, but it was a Jamaican restaurant in the village. And him and Nicki were there. And she was super friendly to me. I just got off Housewives. She said hi and everything. And Meek got upset about someone trying to take a picture of them in the restaurant. But I'm like, it's Nicki Minaj the biggest rapper of all time at the time and, and, and Meek Mills, like they're a hot celebrity rap couple. And of course someone's going to try to take a picture. And he like made a scene. And I remember feeling pretty like kind of bad for Nikki. She was like, yo, okay. She pointed Nikki. She was trying to like control her guy. Like just chill, just chill. And he was just like, I see you. I see. And, I'm, and we were one table over and it was like super uncomfortable. So I think maybe 
he has emotional reactions to things. I think he's kind of impulsive. I think he he says things and maybe thinks about it later. I don't know. I kind of be, I do, but I I be feeling bad for him. Yeah, I kind of want to, you know. You get it, you yeah. know what I'm Al, we got you now or no? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, we got to move on to the next story then. We'll, we'll Al gets his uh his uh his situation together. My hey, situation make, make sure you're following the Fox Soul YouTube channel and make sure you hit that uh, notification bell to get all the updates on the videos and the new live show. And please leave your comments below the videos. I always read them and I send all the nice positive comments to Al so I can make his day. And um, I, I, all the people like they love seeing you naked. You know what? You got a lot of fans once you show your your, your body. <laughs> like, I'm serious. I'll take it. I'll take it. And the funky Maybe I should bunch, share more. I should share more pictures, right? I, I think you should. And and the funky bunch always represents in the comments. So shout out to them. They are in there heavy. Y'all have made TGIF one of the top shows on Fox Soul in a very short amount of time. I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? We like top three, top two. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, uh-oh. stick around. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. Uh, we have Al Reynolds <laughs> back. He's having some Wi-Fi problems. We're going to get his little life right. together. Um, You know what? Before we move on real quick, I want to just give a special birthday shout out to one of my producers, Tim. His birthday is tomorrow. So everybody here at TGIF, we wish you a very happy birthday and we hope you get to Happy birthday, Tim. Happy yeah. birthday, Tim. Happy birthday. Tim. birthday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Here we go. To you. Uh-oh. Happy birthday to Next story, girl. <laughs> <Not already. laughs> hey, hey. Uh-huh. I hit my note. I hit my note, baby. <laughs> He's in the chat and he says, thank you so much. Um, okay, he loved he loved the song, Q. You know, Q, I think you low-key want to sing a little bit because you 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 know what? You I, someone's like, I sing is my favorite thing to do on earth. If God came down right now and said, I'll take, give me your left kidney, I'll give you a voice, I'll give it to him. Y'all lucky. The chat said a reason. Y'all lucky I can't Who sing. You never, you never get me to shut up. I love when you burst in the song. Someone in the chat said, Aretha Stanklin, y'all better stop and leave Q alone. Okay, look, Tory Lane faces assault charges from last summer's Megan Thee Stallion shooting. We still want to get to the bottom of that story. Now he's taking shots after the media. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, in the media for paying 30 grand for a hair procedure that didn't really take. Recently, pictures of Tory's patchy scalp surface online and this week the breakfast club Charlemagne, the guy shout out to my boy posted a throwback video where tori admitted to paying thirty thousand dollars to repair <laughs> to repair his hairline i know someone in dallas that does it for 200 my boy janelle like and it looks super real like way better tori holla well holla my people um he told Charlemagne, my hair was never that up. just once my edges started going crazy i guess he had it like you know make a move um do you think toy deserves his money back and what do you think about this <laughs> tory got, got traction alopecia it is making me wonder if his name was teresa in the past life and he was having some sewing weaves or something because i've never seen nobody he looked like a mangy dog okay he Wait, can like, we go back to the picture while he's talking can we go back to the head looks like a humane society rescue and here's what i'm not understanding you are a celebrity okay you 
my hairline is jacked up. I put a hat on. Jacked up hairline, put a hat on. You didn't see that when you left out the house? I guess like you shot Megan the Stallion, you shot up all your mirrors too, because that's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Al, go ahead and defend him. His price is oh. way too high. He need to cut it. He need to just for me and that bad boy. Just for me. No lie, conditioner, relaxer, queen. Just for me. J-U-S-T-F-R-M-E. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what he need. He need to he, that's when you need a glued down ponytail. He needs some Gorilla Glue. <clears throat> and he can smooth that bad boy down and swoop it to the back, baby. And smooth <laughs> <some> Gorilla Glue. <laughs> oh Somebody call Jessica Brown on the line. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jessica Brown, she will be on Cocktails with Queens on Monday. So maybe I'll holler her about that. Y'all really yeah. making this girl a celebrity. She verified too. She verified. Oh, she got an agent. You saw that? And I'm like, booking her to do what? (laughs) (laughs) To do what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) L, go ahead and I know you're going to defend. Go ahead. Let's go. Oh, gosh. You know, this is my thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with him spending (laughs) $30,000 to fix what he doesn't feel comfortable with. He got the money. He don't like his hairline. You're able to purchase a new one. And he did it. He just didn't do it correctly. You know, there is a young lady that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Mickey the Barber. And if I'm not mistaken, she did Dwight Howard's hair. Do y'all remember that? He needs to go see Mickey the Barber. He did, the Mickey the Barber did Dwight Howard's hairline, uh, receded hairline, and did an amazing job. And even gave him a little bit of a dread. So look, Tori, you can go to Mickey the Barber. She's very good. And you can get you a real hairline. I promise. Check her out on Instagram. He looked like he got gingivitis in his scalp. <laughs> okay. We just need to shave that mess off and keep him moving. <laughs> so, Al, you said you didn't see anything wrong with it, but I, there is something wrong with it because $30,000 $30, is a lot of money. Like I said, I was talking to someone yesterday that does uh-huh. this. $200 he charges. So he's getting violated twice. Does your person do the man weaves yeah, or, or, the me, or the medical procedure? Because my no, I, so I think a, here's is a medical procedure. Here's is where you have to go down into the the, the hair follicle and right. then like re redo the follicle. So I understand that could it, that could be in excess of more than fifty thousand dollars. So I think he probably work. got a celebrity discount. But it didn't work. I mean, it looked good to me when I watched it on the, the Charlemagne of the God uh, uh, Breakfast Club interview. I thought it looked decent. It looked real to me until they started talking about it. That was the only, only time that I realized that it was fake. Mm-mm. I got to be honest. I hope he kept his receipt. I'd be calling PayPal doing a charge back on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. All right, Troy Lynch. Uh, actress and reality star Tammy Roman's home suffered in the uh, Texas snowstorm that happened this week. And she recently posted videos of her badly damaged home on Instagram. It was really heartbreaking. Let's take a look. Everything I've been working so hard for to be able to give my children just ripped away in an instant. Y'all see the video of our home? The water was just coming through the ceiling, caved in. It was really, mm-hmm. really. 
Yeah. And, you know, it sucked because she's in Atlanta working. And the only thing in my mind was I was thinking to myself, I hope somebody was at her house to be able to, like, get her pictures and get her, you know, the things that you can mm -hmm. salvage and put in a garbage bag and put in the trunk of the car or something because it sucks. And I know it's got to be super stressful. You're on a, on a she's on a, a stage play, you know, mm -hmm. to be committed. You got to do shows. People bought these tickets and your house, all of this stuff is going on and you can't even go secure your items. I know that's got to be a whole nother level of stress. And my heart really does go out to Tammy Roman, because like you said, you, you build your whole life, you know, everything she's worked for is in it and, and, it, and it's, it's, it's gone. So people were being really mean. I went and looked at the comments. I posted something, some you know, some words of encouragement on the page. And they were like, stop crying. You got five homes. And what about the people that don't have? Listen, people, just because you have money and you people perceive you to be, you know, wealthy or you're successful, that doesn't mean it's not heartbreaking. It doesn't mean you didn't work hard for that thing. And in today's success story that you may think is an overnight celebrity or star or success story, a lot of times it was like 10, 20 years of, of struggle before that, and that doesn't make it less hurtful to see a home devastated. She had to put pay closing costs and find it and get emotionally invested in that place and work hard to keep those payments up. And I don't care if you have 10 houses. If you want all 10 houses, it's still heartbreaking to see your home devastated. And the way these insurance companies are set up, they make it really difficult to, to claim that, like, oh, well, that's an act of God, or you know what I mean? Like, they, they, they really do be trying it. So I, 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 it was heartbreaking to see that. It really was. Um, okay, look, meanwhile, uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz is apologizing for flying his punk ass to Mexico while millions of residents in our state uh, were left with no power. The winter blast also disrupted service for more than 12 million Texas residents. And I'm gonna tell you something. I live out here and it was horrific. It felt like the end of the world. Grocery stores were either closed or nothing was there or lines around the corner. No warm food anywhere. Um, what do you think about Ted Cruz slandering Mexicans for a long time, talking so much shit about Mexico, talk so much shit about other politicians when they dare to take a vacation or play a round of golf when he talked about Obama. But in the middle of this issue, this, 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 his state is in dire need. You take a, a public plane, a commercial plane, photograph, like he didn't even care. What do you think about this? And, and, and what do you also think about the state of Texas? I, I, it should have been way better prepared. It's a hot ass mess. It's hypocrisy, it's selfishness, and it's entitlement at its finest. Um, you know, at the very end of the day, him being in his house or him being in Mexico is inconsequential to anybody's life, but it's the optics of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least respect us enough to lie to us and make it seem like you're struggling with us and you're in the trenches with us, even though you're not. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're comfortable in your mansion or whatever it is you got going on or your access to your government building or your government bunker with your free FEMA water and every damn thing else that you stole on the taxpayer dollars, warm blankets, this, that, and the third. But at least respect what people are going through enough to pretend like you care about the people and that you're in it with them. And he I lied. He lied. Al, mm -hmm. you hear the lie when he was trying to put it on his kids? Oh, my daughters wanted to go on vacation. But then the text message were revealed that his wife, Heidi, who Trump called the ugly, and he still continued to kiss Trump's ass at the home of the story. He's just a whack-ass dude. Anyways, the text message were like, hey, guys, let's all go away for the weekend and go to Mexico. He put it on his kids. He lied. 
I think this is just remnants of Donald Trumpism, if you ask me. Don't you remember when Puerto Rico went through that horrific, horrific situation down there? And he went down to Puerto Rico and tossed uh, paper towels as if it was a football out to the crowd. I think that these senators and these governors are still, we're having an after effect of Donald Trump and how he disrespects people across the board. He disrespects humanity. He has no compassion and he exercises his privilege at all times. I think that we have to figure out a way to make these people accountable for their disrespect because as a senator, the, you represent the people. And if you're representing the people, you don't need to be flying to Mexico. I don't care if this is your daughter's 16th birthday or your wife's anniversary. You represent the people. You were you were elected by the people. And to be honest, the people paid for that private plane. People like us get dragged if we go on vacation. You know, I've, I've, every time I do something, it's like, oh, you have you know, people suffering. Um, I'm not an elected official that's sworn to work for the people. So I just right. can't imagine the audacity. Like you didn't you didn't think this thing through, Ted Cruz. And then the fact that you lied and got caught. I, just think, I think he didn't care. He just like Donald. Donald doesn't care. During his president, we saw time and time and time and time again. He doesn't care what we think and what we feel and how we how we feel. He exercised his privilege at every corner of his administration, and we're still seeing the remnants of it. It's time for Ted Cruz to go. I know hate is a strong word, and we got to take a quick break. But I, I really hate him. I really think he's trash, and we could have had better old rock. Who, by the way, AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez raised $1 million in one day for the people of Texas in New York. And Beto O'Rourke, who's a private citizen, he personally, he organized a, a phone bank and checked on 300,000. He made 300,000 calls to check on the elderly. So everyone but Ted Cruz is working for Texas. So we're going to take a quick break. We have more TGIF. When we return in Ted Cruz, you can go to hell. <laughs> Welcome back to TJIF. I'm here with my guys, Alan Riddle and Funky Dineva. All right, y'all, let's get into Body it. Body did, did Funky say he had an <laughs> remember what? Funky said he had an abortion, and we have an abortion story to close the show out with. And we, I definitely want to hear both y'all takes on abortion. This should be fun. Fun way to enter into the weekend. A little abortion humor. Okay, guys. Uh, Love and hip-hop star Monice confirmed uh, the relationship between Dr. Dre and April Jones. And she said she didn't know why someone as refined as him would be with her. Take a look. Somebody asked me, they were like, Mo, is April with Dre? Yes, it's been a while that they've been, it's not new. Well, soon after that video was released, Monique posted another video saying that Dre is not that refined and she claimed his people threatened her. Let's take a look. To make one more threat. Yeah, Dr. Dre. And I recorded it. Wrong, wrong move. You're done. I recorded both conversations. You're. Well, Moniz announced on Instagram that she will not be speaking about Dr. Dre anymore, citing safety concerns. We all know Dre is no stranger, allegedly, to boxing women, according to allegations. Uh, do you think Dre's team? threatened her or is she using this story to get attention or did this backfire because she was throwing shade at April? Listen, what whatever the hell going on over there, 
Dr. Dre got his way because he got her backpedaling and pussy popping and she decided, no, <laughs> shut up. Mama drafted a statement and said, effective immediately, I will not <laughs> be talking about it. almost feels like somebody got her ass on the phone and saying, you going to say this and you going to tell the world you ain't going to talk about us no goddamn more. Whatever the hell Dr. Dre did, it worked. He won. But here's the thing. Monice keeps herself in somebody else's business. Always. I'm surprised somebody ain't slapped the hell out of her a long time ago. Not saying that I condone violence or that she deserves it, but she is always in the middle of everybody else's business except hers. And while I don't condone a man threatening a woman, I do think it's about time somebody put her ass in her damn place and taught her what it's like to be an adult to shut the hell up and mind the business that pays you. Mm. Al? You know, I, you know, I, <laughs> I just smell something a little bit deeper here. When I hear smell? these, when I, when I hear these stories, when I see how they manifest and how they unfold, it just says to me that there's, there's a whole lot of PR going on here. Mm -hmm. There's a whole lot of shouting and roaring and cheering um, that to me, just doesn't make any sense. One time, once you're going hard, you're saying it's the wrong, you the wrong person, I'm gonna show you. And less than what, 10, 12 hours later, she retracted everything that she was so passionate about, that she was crying about, that she swore on her, her life about, and now she has nothing else to say. So it seems to me that this is just a whole, this is big, a big smoke screen, if you ask me, to create more press around something that doesn't even deserve press, to be honest. That's just my opinion. I just feel like, come on, like, like we talked about it last week where they pretended like TMZ or they just called Dr. Dre and April going to dinner. Okay, we know that's not true. Um, and then all of a sudden she's revealing in stories and on in the press that there is a relationship going on and now she's being silenced. Now she, she better not say anything or her life is on the line. Your life is on the line for what? Like you're gonna kill her for what? You're basically, you're threatening her for what? Like I'm really confused why he, a billionaire would threaten a young lady like that for what? So if someone can explain that to me, maybe I'll have a better understanding, but why would a billionaire threaten her? Well, billionaires do threaten people now. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying in his case, why would he threaten her over spilling the beans on who he's having sex with? He's a he's a grown ass man. He can do whatever he wants to do. We but saw them out to dinner. We saw them out to dinner. It could be a matter of pillow talk in April saying, I'm so tired of this girl bothering me and daddy saying, I'm going to fix it. Okay, I got it. So apparently uh, our Fox Soul's very own Jason Lee has heard the audio of, of, of Dre making these threats. So Moniece and April don't get along, but they don't like each other, right? Yes. So Moniece spoke on like, you know, oh, he's too refined to be with April because you don't like April. So right. maybe, do you think maybe Dre was like, oh, okay, I got some for her, you know, like defending his girl. You think that could have happened? Possibly. Possibly. Listen, this, listen, y'all get out of here. She, she, to me, Dr. Dre is, uh, let's go back to this again. It's a billionaire. He can have anybody that he oh, you wants. Think he's lying? I, I just feel like he can have anybody that he wants. Who he chooses is who he chooses. Why would he threaten her with her life 
for spilling the beans that he's having sex with April Jones. I'm just it's not, not understanding. It's not about the spilling of the beans, it's the disrespect. What right. disrespect? He was disrespecting April. Hey, we gotta take a quick break, our uh, last break, okay. two minutes. We'll be back in two minutes. We have more TJF and we return. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, fellas, once again, the abortion debate may be decided by a man. So there's a proposed law in Tennessee that would allow the biological daddy to stop a woman from aborting his unborn child. The father could actually petition the court for an injunction and a judge will make a decision on if the abortion will continue. What are your thoughts on this law? And should a man have a say on a woman seeking an abortion. This is just as crazy. This is Senator Mark Cody. Everybody knows who he is. He's the same senator that proposed the fetal heart bill, heartbeat bill, which said if the fetal is a heartbeat, then they can't abort. I feel like you cannot tell a woman what she can do with her body. That's my opinion. I agree. I'm with Al. I'm with you when you're right. You know, there's so many things wrong with this. Um, First of all, to say sex being so casual is the, is is at the as at the root of things because like people just begin pregnant by people they don't really know and you know what I mean like there's a whole bunch of we, there's a whole discussion we can have with that but there's too many women that get raped date raped or just you know things happen you know what I mean like it's it, it just can't be so cut and dry like right. you don't know how the women ended up being becoming pregnant I mean almost all of my friends including myself has had some kind of situation where shit was forced upon us that we did not ask for. So imagine if the man, which is so hard to prosecute, it's so hard to, to, to get a guy to be brought up on charge for that. Half the time you don't even have the energy to try to do it. Um, can, on top of the trauma that he caused you by taking it, can then force you to have his rape baby. Mm. And then a man is gonna, uh, uh, it just bothers me that a man is proposing this law. And it just feels like in America, especially with these Republicans, they really don't seem to bat an eye at rape or, you know, forcing women to just kind of like do their will. I don't know. I think, I, think they, really I think they create laws based on their experiences in life. And because their experiences are so limited and so vanilla, they think that everybody else should live under that same umbrella. Thank goodness that we have a constitution that does not allow that. And we have the voice of the people that can trump it. So next story, please. Meanwhile, Trump's boy, Jason Miller, got a side girl pregnant, a stripper. And he, he stuck an abortion pill in her shake and made her have a miscarriage. Just a whole, you know what? This is a whole nother day of talking about this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Y'all, it's been a pleasure as always. Al, I love the outfit we match. You, <laughs> I, I continue your fitness journey and I hope to find out you're here about your love life next week. Uh, thank you so much to Al Reynolds and Punky Dineva. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for watching us and, and rocking with us in the chat. We love y'all. Yes. Stick around. Uh, we got Jason Lee is up next. Jason Lee Uncensored. Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee. That's all coming up next. We're here to uh, So see you next Friday. Thank you, Claudia. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs>